It's the Degreeable Podcast. Well, hi there, and welcome to the ninth edition of the Degreeable Podcast. This is the podcast where people without jobs discuss things with people with jobs. <laughs> and I'm joined by Mr. Joe again. Hi, Joe. Hi, Colin. That's your name. You're Mr. Joe. Mr. Joe, sounds good, mate. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sad because it's the first time that we've recorded the podcast and you've not been sitting next to me. It's weird. I know. That, it feels really weird. Well, so, like, yeah. yeah. We're like in the multiverse. It's crazy. It's yeah, it's cool. weird doing a podcast over Skype, I must say. It is because I can't make fun of your facial expressions and I also <laughs> can't take the, the piss if you put on your sunglasses inside. It's really annoying. Um, yeah, they're, they're in the other room, mate. Damn. No sunglasses this time around. <laughs> So, did you want to tell the lovely people what we're dis- uh, discussing this week, Joe? Yeah, might as well. So, uh, this week we will be discussing um, kind of current films, really. Um, so, three in particular, which we want to actually talk about. Um, now, the first one is awesome. It's Marvel. Um, so, that actually yeah. came out, what, a week ago or so? A couple of weeks uh, ago. A couple of weeks ago. Um, X Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Um, awesome film. Um, me and Colin went to see that together a few a week ago, roughly. Yeah, I remember. Um, like when we originally discussed what we what we were going to discuss this podcast, like you asked me if I'd seen the new X Men film, even though we'd yeah. seen it together, which was quite embarrassing, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh, I completely forgot I, I saw it with uh, with Colin there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to discuss that and a couple of other films, including the ultimate um, film of forever. Um, which is Disney's Frozen. Amazing oh, Frozen, film. literally. Like, Isn't it the highest grossing film of all time now? I think it God is. Knows. Well, God you, knows. Let me just go. I think it, it's definitely in the top five. No, oh no, it's the top grossing animation of all time. And oh, it, it's fifth on top grossing films of all time. So it's slowly making its way up to number one. Woo. But I think that's because it was released. It obviously did really well over here and uh, in America. But it was released in Japan, I think it was, and it's literally blown up over in Japan. They absolutely love it. So that's what's well, made. They love animation, don't they? Really? Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, Japan yeah, so love got... anything cartoony. But um, yeah. yeah, they've got like Mako and anime and all that kind of stuff. So do you yeah, like? Kind of... Do you like anime? No, I never really kind of got into it. The, I Just mean, kind of, I know of it. Yeah, the the only anime I've really got into was um, Pokemon. Is that anime? I guess that is. Um, uh, don't actually think it is. That, I, I thought anime was a type of animation style. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's comes under the same. It might do. I don't. I say I don't really know. I think it is. It, I think it's. I'm, ba- I'm surprised yeah. in a sense. Yeah, it's based in Japan. I don't know. So, I don't know. Yeah. But apart from that, I've, I've never really watched anime. I don't really see what the big fuss is. But people love anime. It's literally like. If you like anime, you don't just like it, you love it. You're, like, obsessed. Um, but, yeah, I've never really been into it. And, cool, so Japan is all good, but, right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's yeah. firstly talk about the new X-Men film. Now, this podcast, yeah. I guess it's sort of going to be, like, a spoiler cast sort of episode because we are, in, rather than, you know, not, you know, rather than not talk about spoilers, we are going to talk about spoilers in this episode because I think if we don't talk about what's actually in the film, we can't have a good discussion about it. So, what I think we should do now is just warn people who, if you haven't seen the new X Men film, stop uh, listening and never listen to the podcast again. Yeah. Well, that either that, or <laughs> throw your iPod or phone out the window, or 
you can skip to about 10 minutes in and then we'll probably be talking about Frozen. So, yeah, we've been warned. We're going to be talking about Days of Future Past, the new X-Men film. We're going to be talking about spoilers and stuff that happens in the film. So you've been warned. Okay, three, two, one. It was such an awesome film. Awesome. Loved it. It, um, it was good. One of the best things about it is actually, um, obviously, Quicksilver being in the film. That was a, in the scene of younger Quicksilver. That was a great... Yeah, um, aspect from it. I liked how you know we had to jump back to the seventies, kind of, kind of just after um, first class in that sense. Yeah. Um, so that was a really good kind of point where you got to see more of the relationship between um, Meganito and Professor X. Um, that was awesome to see. Yeah, and yeah. obviously you know we learn more about we keep learning more and more about the uh, character of Mystique. Which is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I mean, um, as Raven yeah. as she was previously. Just quickly about um, Quicksilver. Now, I, when I was watching this, I told you at the end, I thought it was the Flash, didn't I? Mm. Because, uh, but Flash yeah. is actually DC. It is, yeah. It? So that was a bit of a fail on your part. Just well, saying, it, I mean, come on. It seems to <laughs> me that back in the day, you know, back in like you know the sixties and seventies, when comics were being written, you know, when they were first coming about, it seems like they seem to copy ideas from each other. Because Quicksilver is basically just the Flash, isn't he? They're the yeah. exact same. In a sense, yeah. In a sense. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand I can get away with that sort of crap. I mean, but, I mean, this was the first I'd, I, I'd heard about a Quicksilver character, but um, yeah. I didn't realise he was his power or, you know, his um, special ability was he could run really fast. And yeah. I liked how they, you know addressed it like you know a character that can run really fast that could probably get a bit boring you know it wouldn't really you know like oh he just runs really fast but how they did it like the scene you know when they were getting they're breaking magneto out of that um secure slow motion slow motion part where he runs around just jokingly like everyone's in still frame and (sighs) he's just like kind of moving bullets moving people moving things and like leaving things floating in midair stuff like that That was just epic and this is all happening Um, so fast we're seeing it from his point of view and everyone else is barely moving because it's so slow it's so cool and i really liked how they made the character i mean the actor is played by a guy called evan the actor is evan peters he's the guy who plays quicksilver and i thought i loved the way he portrayed quicksilver as a cocky you know, like didn't take things too seriously sort of character i think that really worked well especially for a character with an ability like that he he is a very jokeable character, um, always a certain level of immaturity to the character, which mm. works. Um, it means he can play off the character really well, add the humorous elements, which you, know, you expect to see in that sense. And yeah, it does work awesomely. The character is awesome. I don't know if you checked this or not, um, whether the character was in the Wolverine film. Um, let, me have a, Wolverine. let me check. Origins, I think it was. Well, I've not seen any of the Wolverine films. Um, I did originally hear that the Origins film wasn't that great. But I think you liked it, didn't you? I liked it because it introduced you know some of the old classic characters who were really awesome, um, like Gambit. Do you remember Gambit? Yeah, introduced Gambit. Yeah, Quicksilver cameo in X Men Origins, but it's a different actor. Yeah, which you'd expect because I mean this this he's he's older in that that point. Yeah, let me have a look if there's any pictures of what he looks like. The actor... Oh, yeah. Oh, weird. The actor in the Origins is called... Uh, the actor is Pete Pe- Petro Maximoff. Maximoff. That's a cool name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what were you saying before I interrupted? Oh, yeah, about the uh, cameos in Wolverine films. Yeah, I've, n- I've not watched the Wolverine films, but as it, you were saying... It's just nice how it links, you know, kind of, obviously yeah. the character, you know, 
um, Wolverine actually, um, or Logan, um, having that kind of relationship with that character, having known him, um, you know, and kind of how they meet, and he turns around and goes, you know, kind of we we know each other, or you will know me. Yeah, I like that. that. Yeah, kind of that kind of thing. You know, he has all this knowledge from being so far in the future, going back, and he's seeing all these characters who don't know him. And it's nice how it's role reversal. Um, I think the Wolverine character has been really utilised, um, really kind of pushed actually with the character, possibly too far. I don't know. I haven't decided that yet. Um, in my I, opinion, I can't imagine another actor playing Wolverine. Like, no, I can't. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. If they ever decide yeah. to get another, well, they probably will eventually get another actor to play him. I just can't see how it would work. They'll, they'll do the, what they did with um, Batman. Oh right, yeah. With um, what's the new guy called? I've forgotten his name. The actor. Oh, what's his name? It's the guy who plays Daredevil. Yeah. Um, shit. What's his name? Daredevil. Right. The guy is called. Blah 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 blah. This is really gonna annoy me. Oh my god. Where is it? You think that'd be the first thing that comes? Uh, ben. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. That's one. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. weren't happy about him because I've not actually seen Daredevil. Is it any good? Have you seen it? I saw like the first ten minutes and turned it off. <laughs> really? That's quite a while ago. Yeah. Is it really well, that? I didn't bad? like it. I didn't like it, but this is. Yeah. You got to remember this. This was two thousand and three, so that was back before superhero films were cool. I mean, yeah. superhero films didn't become cool until Batman, um, the first one. What was it called? Uh, da, da, Batman da, Begins. Batman Begins. Since until, that was the one that really, you know, started the started, whole. Yeah. Yeah, the love of uh, superhero films. Oh, it's, it's quite. I quite like the way they did it, actually. You know, they kind of played off the two similar characters or opposing characters from Marvel and DC of Batman, you know, kind of this multi-billionaire kind of um, vigilante character to Iron Man. Um, who again, you know, kind of this multi-billionaire kind of playboy kind of um, character who kind of changes from being you know, kind of a running a weapons kind of um, company to actually stopping weapons and kind of focus on energy yet building this suit of awesomeness i mean uh, i mean i've not seen a superhero film i haven't loved i mean well i mean i love all the avengers films for captain america the actual avengers film i mean i'm struggling to think of a recent superhero film that i've seen and not i'm not instantly liked green lantern yeah i've not actually seen that one because you know that was badly reviewed that's got your was ryan reynolds playing ryan reynolds i mean yeah. ryan reynolds was good in it but but it, I don't know, the whole story, just, it felt horrible watching it. The styling of it was really quite tacky, to be honest. A, people, a lot of people didn't like his suit because it was all CGI, wasn't it? His green yeah, the suit. suit was CGI, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that, mm. that was part, that's the whole thing. The whole film is very CGI-based, Yeah, and it does let the film down. You lose the authenticity of it. Cause the thing is, I don't know if you're the same, but about a superhero movie, what you expect and what you want from it is a movie which actually... Um, it allows the viewer, the audience, to actually watch it and believe that this is a reality. Yeah, that's what I like. Do you about, mean? Yeah. It has to have that realistic aspect where you actually can believe that that's actually possible in today's world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's definitely. That, that yeah. kind of ruins the whole point of a kind of crazy, kind of outrageous thing like a superhero movie. It ruins the purpose of it. That's why we I, all know yeah. it, realistically, it's never. You know, that, that's impossible. That's but, what I loved about the Batman, the the um, Christopher Nolan Batman films is how yeah. 
it didn't matter. I mean, the fact that there was a superhero in it wasn't the big deal. It, it was just like it could, it was done in a way that you could see it happening in real life. Like what yeah. made the Dark Knight, the second um, of the trilogy, which was you know you know widely loved and is probably one of my favorite films of all time. What made that one so successful, in my opinion, is that it didn't it didn't just work as you know a good adaption from a comic book. It worked as you know just a standalone film about the criminal mind and how you deal. You know how Batman. Yeah dealt with not only is not only you know the joker but his inner demons and yeah as you said like the fact that all these films that have been coming out recently they've managed to make them so they could potentially you know happen in real life if you know what i mean i mean the only exception is four probably because that one's a bit weird with greek gods and stuff but greek gods really yeah is it greek god what is it it's a nord god i think it is i swear it's it's nord Whatever, um, whatever, I don't give a shit. But uh, I'm just looking online. I, I mean, I don't know if you've heard about this. I've heard quite a bit. You know, the, the new Batman versus Superman film? Yeah, I've, I've seen um, a little bit on that one. Um, 20, that 2016, so we've got a long time yet. Zack Snyder yeah. of 300 fame and uh, the latest, the Man of Steel film, he's directing it. Yeah. So yeah. look forward to that. It's got Ben Affleck playing Batman. It's got Henry Cavill playing Superman. You know, the guy who was in The Last Man of Steel. Yeah, the Man of Steel, yeah. Amy Adams playing Lois Lane. And Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor, which is interesting casting. That's interesting. Yeah, he's... Um, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, he, he got cast a few months ago, and it's always people were a bit surprised because he's quite a young-looking guy. He's what, yeah. probably in his 30s, but he looks young. And I'd be interested to see how they make him Lex Luthor, really. It'd be interesting how I he plays it. I think it'd be quite it. good to give it a kind of a slightly more fresh um, mm. feel to the film. I guess that'd be quite good to, you know, kind of make it a little bit more fresh. Yeah. Anyway, you know, yeah. A younger kind of, like, kind of, you get a different play on the character. Um, being young kind of adds a certain, level of, a certain level of ambition for that character, um, which I guess can help with kind of growing away from what we would have seen in the previous superman films because there's been a lot yeah a lot, lot of them. i remember a lot of people wanted um have you seen any breaking bad you know, uh, no you know of breaking bad though don't you i know i know of it. i've never yeah, watched it yeah um the, the main character the guy who plays uh walter white in that just um what's his name uh the, the brian cranston who's mm-hmm. uh he's um he's in the latest godzilla film but he a lot of people wanted him to play the new lex luthor because he has the look because i think lex luthor's yeah. bold in the books i think that was the he main drawing yeah. and uh, brian cranston um, rocks are quite a cool bold looking man but um yeah, so yeah, as you said, it'd be interesting to see what they do, you know, giving it a fresh feel with a younger actor. So I look yeah. forward to that, but we've got a long time till yeah. that's coming out. But, I mean, we're going off topic here. Let's go back to the X-Men film. Back to X-Men. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what we saw with Xavier, that was a really nice kind of development of the character, seeing kind of more of his younger side. So we saw him quite uh, philosophical, uh, philosophical, should I say? Yeah. Um, in, the first, uh, in the first class film. Which kind of linked very, very closely to how he is in the previous, or in the you know in the um, kind of like first three X Men films, and you know what we know of him um, as the character played by Patrick Stewart. Um, this side we see actually a much more rebellious kind of character in that sense. You know, he's kind of he he's rejecting his own his own mutation in that sense. Yeah, because um, yeah, he hasn't mastered it yet, has he? Well, it's it's more of a case of I think he's rejecting it in a sense of because he's bad things happened last time he used it and he's kind of always scared of using it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, 
I think we really see where the character develops and we kind of actually appreciate the fact that the character does actually know kind of where these mutants come you know, when, when we see the mutants and they're kind of like kind of scared of their own powers and stuff like that you get why he's so good with it now hmm. because he's kind of been, he has actually been there whereas we don't really see him as that character with that level of empathy and compassion um, in the previous films yeah yeah definitely he's um, got more compassion for the humans than he has for the mutants at first and we see kind of a more of a, we, we see both sides of him by you know by watching first um so days of future past yeah um i mean he i mean it's not to it's hard to explain the plot really because it's such yeah. a strong plot but basically we see how a younger professor x xavier how i mean at one point in the film he even doubts his own you know his own opinion doesn't he because he starts yeah. to question whether you know humans are actually worth you know supporting because they're acting like dicks basically and they want to yeah. kill all mutants but yeah as you said it's great to see the development into patrick stewart <laughs> and that's yeah. a, that's something I, just quickly the thing i loved about um this new x-men film is how they they managed to link the original x-men trilogy from the early 2000s into these new films yeah, like definitely. they got loads of the main cast back for this film i mean there was halle berry as storm uh, I yep. said patrick stewart was back ian mckellen's back um who else we had ellen page was back as well yeah, we had what's his name? Uh, he plays Iceman. I forgot his name. Uh, it's the character Bobby. I can't remember. I can't remember the character's name. Um, got um, what was it? The uh, forgot it. The superhero name actually for the Steel Bloke. The Steel Bloke. Oh, um, Colossus or something. Like that. Yeah, something like that. It's also, it's a stupid name, whatever it is. But um, yeah, so it was a good. F- film i mean what were we saying oh yeah about the character development i mean i, th- I think it's quite nice seeing the two wars actually you know kind of fighting side by side you've mm. got a simultaneous war going on in the future and in the past yeah it was good it was really well kind done and they're both dependent on each other to um kind of actually get to the goal which they're looking for i was very surprised that how heavily focused it was on logan um x-men because it's uh, wolverine it's basically his film like following his mission back in the past to try and change yeah. the future. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. I was really surprised. I didn't realise he had such a big role to play. I think I, I read some of that. In the original comic for Days of Future Past, it was the Ellen Page character who went back. It wasn't Wolverine. Yeah. But obviously it makes sense because the audience can sympathise more with um, Hugh Jackman and his character because we've seen him well, more. Yeah, we've seen two um, kind of Wolverine um, solo films in that sense already where yeah. it's based on his story and his time. But, I mean, bear in mind also, kind of the Wolverine character, you know, he's had a much longer lifetime. Hmm. So it's a lot easier to kind of, you know, kind of do that because you've got more space to kind of fit different things in and to play around with it because he's meant to have lived for yeah. you know, a lot, lot longer than anyone else. So it's, it's easier to do that. And I think it, you know, it's a nice tie-in when they said, you know, kind of Professor X wouldn't physically be able to make the journey. And then we're like, well... He can. He can't die. That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, especially if you've seen the uh, latest Wolverine film, that ties it really nicely, actually. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's why I love how they all tied in together so well. And um, it was almost as if, like, you know, how they got the original cast back. And even right at the end of Days of Future Past, they got, like, pretty much the whole yeah the whole original cast I, I don't know back. if I like that though it kind of felt like kind of all the films were pointless because of it yeah basically yeah Joe did say this when we left the cinema like 
because because of what happened in Days of Future Past, it made all the events of X Men One, Two, uh, X Men One, X Men Two, and X Men Last Stand all pointless because basically yeah. none of them happened. Um, basically, them three first films are redundant. <laughs> yes, basically what it is. But I mean, the third X Men film was pretty terrible anyway. So yeah, but, that's probably a good thing if that's erased like, from memory. Cyclops, I love the character. Um, I don't know why, but he's quite a cool character. Yet, yeah. having him back just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it seemed weird because which one did he die in? Was it the second one? He died in. Um, was it the third the one? Last stand. Last stand. Oh, great. Uh, Cyclops. Death. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the actor is. Would you know who the actor is who plays Cyclops? Uh, oh. X Men. Uh, the, the last. Stand. I can't remember the actor's name. No, but His I know. Name is. Uh, oh, I can't find it. I've got you know the death of Cyclops in the third one. Yeah. There's like a list here: the five worst deaths written for great characters, and he's on that list. Yeah, it was, Brilliant. A, it was a shocking death. I mean, How, didn't he just much... go? Didn't he just go to a lake and then he exploded? I can't... Basically, what happens is is um, Jean's character died. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, oh yeah, she that... became the Phoenix, didn't she? Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Really? I'm looking at the pictures. I remember this now. Oh, no, it was no, awful. Jean's character died in X Men Two, and then. Um, Essentially, what happened was um, she came back as the Phoenix. Yeah. And he went out and she appeared to him as the Phoenix. He thought she was still Jean and then she basically burned. She used his own power to kill him, basically. Oh, my God. Uh, I remember this all happened in the opening 20 minutes, didn't it? It was really yeah. near the beginning. Oh, this was terrible. God. Like, yeah, I hated that film. I hated The Last Stand. It was awful. Really yeah, it was a terrible good. film. Ugh. Um, yeah, so that, that was how that linked. It was nice seeing the characters back. I mean, um, Jean, Jean Grey's character actually um, is featured quite a lot in the Wolverine film as well. Yeah. So it ties in how... Because the Wolverine film is kind of after Last Stand, but before Days of Future Past. Mm. So it's kind of where Wolverine actually leaves um, Xavier's school and goes off on his own kind of mission... Like kind of, he refuses to kill and he pretty much lives wild and then he lands up kind of it links back to his past and things that he did you know things that happened previously and it's constantly tying back to Gene and things like that and so that's if you watch that it will link everything together quite nicely as well because we actually see Wolverine lose his actual healing powers yeah he actually loses healing powers in that film um, you know what I think because we're running long now, I think we're going to split this episode. We're going to split this into two parts. I think we should. We've got so much to say. We've not even gone to Frozen yet. So, right, we're going to finish this episode now, and we're going to continue our talk about superheroes and whatnot in the next podcast. Because I didn't, I didn't realize we had so much to say on the topic. It's great. I didn't realize you were so knowledgeable. I love it. It's great. But mate, Marvel DC, awesome. (laughs) Right. Awesome. Thank you for listening, people. I hope uh, we've educated you on the world of uh, superheroes. But probably not. <laughs> probably not. But on next week's episode, we're going to do it all again in part two. So stay tuned for that. Bye-bye. There's, there's going to be a part two and maybe even a part three. Who knows? Bye-bye. Who knows? Bye-bye.